All right, dumbguzzler.com, we are back on the air, rocking and rolling. I just saw uh, Doug Stanhope just posted for people to uh, send in their Skype IDs. Think we can get Stanhope? I would love to talk to Doug Stanhope. That uh, I went to see uh, Stanhope just a couple of months back uh, in Rock Island, Illinois, and the worst fucking venue um, you could have possibly seen him in. It was in a. Uh, it was essentially a restaurant. It was really fucked up. I guess they have a lot of live events there, but. Uh, the restaurant was set up like, uh, I don't know, it was like a horseshoe. So there was a bar in the middle, and they served like food and shit. So it was, so take like a like a big rectangular shaped, oh, I'm getting a phone call. Hello. What kind of bullshit is this? <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know. I was uh, I was drinking. I do a podcast, and I thought, let's try to do it live. Is it live? It is live. It's streaming on YouTube right now. Uh, there's no there's no viewers, so you're good. Well, techno- technology will never cease to stop being advanced. <laughs> it will not. It will not. <laughs> so, uh, so how you been? You're getting married. I'm getting married. Getting married. Christy and I are. Uh, Tying the goddamn knot. God, I can't believe it. How long? You guys have been together forever, yeah? Ten years? About ten plus? Ten. She she proposed to me. She proposed to me. Yeah. Uh, on our uh, ten year anniversary, what she calls ten years. Oh wow. Which, which is, uh, uh, in my world, it's like two years. Right. Right. Because that's when we moved in together. But in her world, it's ten years. Because right. That's the first night we like hung out and stuff. Sure, sure. Well, that's cool, man. I like the uh, Friday the Thirteenth thing. That's uh, that's pretty cool. Also, uh, her idea. She uh, took me out to uh, uh, Snoqualmie Falls, where they filmed a lot of uh, Twin Peaks. Oh, sure. And we uh, stayed in the Great Northern Hotel, which is not the Great Northern Hotel in real life. Right. Which uh, also, uh, opposite, just the opposite from the TV show, it's not reasonably priced. Really? <laughs> <laughs> it's clean, but not reasonably priced, like uh, Agent Dale Cooper would, was looking for. Did I, You know, I was talking with Harms a while back. Um, we were trying to figure out, uh, I went to see that movie that was horrible. The movie was horrible. Fire Walk With Me? Yeah. Were you a fan of the flick? Huge fan of the flick. Really? See, I, I, it must have been Harms that I went with. We were trying to figure it out and it, because we almost walked out. And <laughs> I remember I had my uh, my girlfriend at the time, and, and I dug the series. And it was like, yeah, this is, I got to go. I should, I should dig that out again. You got to be into the show, and you just got to be ready for Lynch's weirdness. Right, right. I think uh, Suave and I went to see that together because we were both like big fucking Twin Peaks fans. Yeah, that yeah yeah. It must have been it must have been me and Harms. Um, so are, you got a honeymoon planned? No, 
not yet. Just, uh, you know, getting through the one thing first, and then sure. know, we'll go somewhere later. Right. You you should go to Nam for your honeymoon. I... Uh, actually, one thing that popped into my mind was to get married at Nam because all all of our fucking music friends would at least be there. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna suck. I was hoping you'd be down there. I uh, I'm actually I'm, I'm I'm still hoping I get passes. So <laughs> we bought our. It's like I was telling you, we bought our tickets like a month ago, and I just sent the email the other day saying, yeah, I need some passes. You can just buy them, can't you? No, no, no. You got to be, uh, you got to be uh, either a member of the media, invited by a gear manufacturer. I mean, you got to have an in one way or the other. Um, and I always just, you know, fly with my blog, send them a couple of videos, and say, "Here, I, I review gear." And I get thought passes. they uh, fucking changed it up or some shit, so they let any dill hole in there. Well, they let me in last year, so <laughs> they, they obviously the screening process isn't too tough. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm definitely wanting to go back next year, I, but we've got uh, two guys from my crew at work going to uh, actually work it, and so I can't. With we're being two people down on the phones, there's no fucking way I could get the time off and go unless I like flew out after work on Friday and just stayed for like Friday and Saturday, which would be for Saturday basically. Right. And the dregs of Sunday. Sure. Sure. Which, which you know what? Fine. Sunday. If you actually want to look at gear, Sunday's the day, you know, sun, yeah. Sunday it's, you know, half full. Um, and that's the thing. Uh, before last year, the last time I was there was 2010. Um, and, and I got to say it was, it was way worse. Like, Packed wise, like just the amount of people last year than it was by even you know just a few years back. So oh yeah, it's getting crazier and crazier. And I mean, fucking, I got half of my fucking music friends from up here going down there, and they're not affiliated with shit. Right. I don't know how the fuck most of these people are getting passes. I I did see that you know if you're media or whatever that you can register that day. You know, you can go right down there. So I don't, I don't I mean, I don't know what they do. It's, um, you know, last year when I applied, um, they, I, I you fill out you, like a little questionnaire thing on a, on a web form. And then they ask you, it took like a couple of days. They said that they wanted more information, um, just to like legitimize that you were actually, a you know, do <laughs> you actually do anything with music? And I'm like, well, you know, here's a couple videos I did with some, Ooh, with some amps. Yeah. And they're like, okay, cool. Look forward to seeing you. Um, you know, I, but I think, uh, I, at least I thought, what was what had helped me is that I'd gone to Nashville in in the summer, and you mm-hmm. know, Nashville, that Nam, they're I mean, they're just begging for people to come. That's not a that's not a good event. It's yeah, a, fucking, we don't we don't support there at all either. Uh, most people don't. There's uh there's the the dude that uh, that makes the uh, the cabinets out of the tubes. You, <laughs> You know that guy? I think you told me about that guy last year. <laughs> he's at every one of them. Yeah, he's uh, he's there. So, um, but yeah, it's it's all kinds of weird knickknacky things. And there's a couple of big, uh, like I think uh, I didn't go this last summer, but the summer before, like Hughes and Kettner was there. Um, mm-hmm. There was, a, I mean, there was a, a handful of big manufacturers, but um, yeah, it's nothing. I mean, it's nothing like Anaheim. 
Nashville's cool though. I don't know if you've ever been down that way, but uh, never always want to go really bad. I really like that area. It's uh, I mean it's a it's 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 a shithole, but it's it just lives and breathes music. So, well, you know, it's the fucking south. What do you expect? Yeah, yeah. The homeless the the homeless is impressive in Nashville. That's uh uh and and bold, you know. Uh, uh, when you're uh, when you're in Nashville, I mean, getting gas, you can be as far out of town as you think you need to be, be getting gas, and somebody's gonna come up and panhandle you while you're while you're getting gas. It's <laughs> it's crazy. I don't think I've ever been anywhere where they're you know it's different. Like I don't know what the, I don't know what it's like in Seattle, but in Portland, I mean, you, you've seen the homeless in Portland. I yeah. mean, you get downtown Portland, and I mean, the, the the buildings are insulated with fucking bodies and bags. Just uh, uh, but junkies and motherfuckers. It's crazy. It's, it's like that up here too. Uh, I mean, they don't bother me so much, but uh, it's the motherfuckers who I know got places to live and are still out there fucking panhandling that piss me off. Right, motherfucking. There's this one motherfucking guy in uh, Linwood that just irritates the shit out of me. Sure. And I know he's got a place to fucking live. He's out there playing guitar and shit. Oh, yeah. Well, there's plenty of... Just go hit YouTube. There's plenty of videos of people that, you know, will give a dude five bucks or whatever and then sit and wait and film him and watch him go get in his Beamer. You know, it's... Yeah, but if I go down that YouTube vortex again, I'm going to be here all fucking night because I, I start watching one thing. I'm like, oh, that looks cool. Oh, a fucking compilation of people running behind newscasters saying, fuck that pussy. And then all of a sudden I'm watching fucking Quiet Riot videos and fucking Twisted Sister live from 1976. And it's just a thing. It's horrible. It never, it never ends. It's horrible. Yeah, I uh, I do uh, I do plenty of that, plenty of that, and it's yeah, stupid shit, stupid shit, shit you wouldn't even care about. I watched uh, uh the other night. I don't I don't even know how I got there, but I ended up watching a video of a guy with one of those fucking drones flying it into the construction of the new uh, the new Apple headquarters. <laughs> what you know? <laughs> yeah, I was I was looking at uh, I had some guy on the fucking phone talking to me the other day telling me about that shit so i'm all checking it out and it's all ridiculous yeah it's like a fucking huge yeah yeah uh there's if you uh if if you also uh want to travel down the youtube vortex you can find uh uh steve jobs like his last his dying breath talking to the city council there about about that building um <laughs> they were trying to if i remember right they were trying to do something with taxes on it and, you know, he's standing there weighing about 45 pounds. He's like, you know, we're kind of a big company, and we've been here a long time. And we give you guys a lot of money, which sure would suck if we uh, had to go take that someplace else, you know. But, yeah, that's uh, but that's uh, that's YouTube for you, man. Get fucking sucked yeah, in. Yeah, and i, I got to admit, I'm just adding to the problem with all this fucking old videos of my old bands and shit that I've been putting up there lately and... I will be putting up much, much more. Oh, dude, it was great. It was great to see that old stuff. It was uh, yeah. that was that was fun stuff to watch. I'm gonna, oh, I'm I'm gonna start getting some of the, some of our stuff up there. Some butcher stuff. Uh, fuck, dude, that the one the one show it was like fluid order, 
and then we played, you and me played like uh, a whole uh, fucking whole 30-minute set, and it was almost entirely brand new material. Huh. All fucking whole set of, as a two-piece with an acoustic guitar and a drum kit. Almost entirely brand new, never before played or then before or since new material from Sam the Butcher. That was a third street, yeah? Yeah, big dogs or yeah, yeah, yeah. show fucking where theater or whatever the fuck it was at that huh. time. I don't even know. I, it, didn't that, did that, is that the one that got thrown together because last second Mark decided he didn't, he wasn't going to play? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. We did. I don't think we rehearsed. We <laughs> might've talked about it, but <laughs> might've talked about how the new brand new songs go that you'd never heard went. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of fucking moving the, moving the fucking headstock up and down. Okay, here comes the downbeat. Right. <laughs> okay, here's double time. Yeah, that was a that was a fun time, man. I'm I I miss being able to play like that. So, you know, now Yeah. It was um, ridiculous. There there's a uh like three songs on there that I totally don't remember writing. So, I need to I need to go back and find all my hard copies of lyrics and see if I can find that shit and Right try and relearn some of that stuff because some of those riffs were pretty fucking good i can rehash those since sure. i haven't written anything good in like five years i can just rehash the old stuff yeah it's from when i was young and hungry it's yeah it's crazy because i started i really started seriously writing i mean a lot a lot later than you did i didn't start really writing until i mean aside from uh you know the i love you so fucking much i could shits um uh, until i was shit i didn't really start writing until i was in my late 20s and even now you know, going back and digging up all that. Like, I've got old zip drives from when I had one of those old Roland, like, VS840s. Fucking A. And, yeah. I, got, I got my uh, 1680 still. I think I got rid of my 880, the one I had. Uh, got that fucker when it was brand new, like $2,700. Yeah. All the bells and whistles. Six months later, they come out with a 16-track version. Mm-hmm. Now you can get a piece of software for fucking $39. Yeah, well, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. A couple minutes after that, they were like, well, let's do this on computers. <laughs> was, oh, yeah. oh, God, never mind. Assholes. I ended up uh, buying another one of those 840s um, off of eBay just because mm-hmm. I, I found that whole box of zips. And so I ended up buying one for a couple hundred bucks. Dumping everything off and then selling it again, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was it was all bad. I should have just left it in in zip well, drive shit, obscurity. Could have saved yourself some time and just sent me the zips, and I could have dumped it off for you. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that was man. And you know, the other thing too is thinking back at, at how how fucking hard it was to record with that by comparison to using a DAW now. Yeah. you know, it's. Uh, I remember that uh, you know, and I had a a Yamaha DTX drum kit that I was trying to play with that shit too. But mm-hmm. yeah, having to bounce tracks and you know, all that archaic shit. It's now you just stack shit, but yeah, you know, and adding effects, that whole thing. I remember when I got the other one uh, to dump that stuff down, it was like, you know what? I'm going to try this out and, you know, just fiddle around with it for a little bit. It was like, fuck this. It's too hard, too yeah, hard. Dude. <laughs> so uh, my my band uh, out here, Beef Curtain, we recorded our first CD with that 
motherfucking thing. And actually recorded our recorded our last demo with it and stuff or pretty much everything we did we recorded with that fucking the sixteen eighty. Right. It's like fuck, I'm glad I didn't have to do it. It was my drummers. He was the quote engineer on that shit. Mm hmm. Like, fuck, what a pain in the ass, man. What what do you use now? Uh sonar. No. Yeah. Uh Jeff is getting us a uh a Mac from his work, so we'll probably have a sonar machine and a Pro Tools machine. That's um uh, that my after the first of the year, the after tax season everything's done, that's I'm gonna jump ship. It's uh to, uh, to Mac. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think I, I don't know what I'm going to use. It won't be Pro Tools. It'll either be Cubase, probably Cubase. Um, but uh, just because that's the the probably the closest jump from Sonar. Um, Digital Performer I know is a bitch. Logic is maybe worse uh, as far as learning curve goes. Um, but Cubase is pretty similar. It's just for me. It's between the audio and the video. There, there's so many issues, and it seems like every time I go to record something, I'm troubleshooting some shit, and <laughs> I'm fucking tired of it. I actually, uh, I just had uh, my Motu eight two eight die, so fucking, yeah, I saw that. fucking nine months old, fucking tapped oh, out. Shit. Yeah, yeah, I haven't uh, tried to warranty that, but I've got my old eight pre, and that thing has been worthless since Windows seven. It's uh. Just the fucking drivers. It's. I mean, you can use it if you're willing to reboot, like every you know eight to ten minutes. But never been able to get it dialed in, and it just uh, just doesn't work well with fucking anything. But yeah. What uh? So what uh? What are you listening to now? What's uh? What are you spinning? Um. Shit. Uh, fuck, I don't know. I don't listen. I don't listen to too much. I got the new uh, uh, Sanctuary a few months ago. Not mm. Sanctuary. Yeah, Sanctuary. Been listening to shit out of that, and then uh, Panzer, who is uh, my my buddy uh, Schmier, sent me that. That's his new band with a couple of the guys from Except. Schmier is the uh, bass player from. Uh, Destruction. Nice. I'm gonna listen to that a little bit and fucking. And, uh, His name is Live came out with a new one uh, a couple months ago and that's fucking amazing. Right. Uh, the new Aaron Freeman, who was uh, one of the guys in Ween, he mm-hmm. came to town a few months ago and his new CD is fucking amazing. And he had a, a really killer band opening for him called Arc Isis. Right. And they were great live and they had a cellist who had these big tits and <laughs> but they were much better live than they were on the C D. Right. The tits I mean. Right, right, right. Yeah, so, I uh Yeah, you know, I, I don't I'm I i do not listen to too much. Uh the only time I really have to listen to shit is in my car and I usually listen to Stern. And then when I've heard everything for the two days a week that he broadcasts, I right. go and turn on the switch between hair metal and the Ozzy's Boneyard and the metal station. Yeah, I uh, it's been listening has been rough for me. I actually, 
I've I've about exhausted all the the Devin Townsend I can listen to uh, <laughs> over the. I last... got Casualty the Cool, and I still haven't even thrown it in listened to yet. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's cool. It's uh, you know, I I tend to uh, lean more towards the heavier stuff that that he does, um, and you know, then he'll do. I mean, the guy fucking kicks out so many damn albums. Um, yeah, you know, and uh oh, get another call. Hold on. Hello? 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 See, I don't know if he's going to be able to hear you. Can you hear him? I can hear him. Oh, goddamn. (laughs) Are you on, Trace? I don't know where he went. He's not responding. Bitches. He's the other uh, the other guy I do the podcast with. Harms won't do uh, anything that's live or anything that involves a camera. Mm-hmm. So, but this guy, I don't know. The call's still running. Hello. <laughs> yep, there he goes. <laughs> 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 so yeah, I've been. Uh, God, I've been. What have I been listening to? Um, I ended up uh, going out to iTunes and picking up the new Steel Panther. Um, listen to that. They were just in Des Moines, um, like two weekends ago and we didn't go. I'd been in Des Moines the weekend before and it's, I have to drive so fucking much for work. I sat there and I weighed that one. I'm like, do I want to fucking drive out to Des Moines? And it was, uh, uh, my youngest daughter's birthday party. Um, so I was like, I don't want to fucking, I was going to have to get through this party. And you know, I've had to go through two of those, um, in the, in the, the last month. Um, I'm going to say this now. Little kids' birthday parties fucking suck. Holy shit. Holy shit do they suck. So my nine-year-old, um, that was, I'd never wanted to dump a fucking bottle of Ritalin in so bad ever. Ooh, here I can add this to a group call. Hello. So I've heard you're doing a YouTube fucking podcast. I am. Haji, do I still got you? What's up? I'm going to see if I lost Hodge. Oh. It said I could add to the group. It looks <laughs> it looks like it didn't add to the group. It looks like I had to choose. Oh, no. <laughs> There's got to be a way for me to... Let me see. Aaron, add a participant. Add people to the call. I would like to add people to the call. But what was his fucking number? All right, here. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, I couldn't get... uh, uh, Brian was sitting here texting me, but would not call because it's live. Dude, the douchebag. Yeah, he's not not about it. Oh, wait. It shows there's like a little one like, like he should be there. I don't think he's there. Are you recording? Yeah, it's live right now on the YouTubes. So I got a thing. Um, my wife hates New Year's for some reason. Like she just doesn't get it. She's all about oh, like. Here, hold on, hold on. You know, you could make New Year's re- uh Hold on, Hodge? resolutions. Oh. oh, hey, I merged the calls. He was still there. All right, hold on a oh. second. Yeah, yeah, right on. All right, Hodge, this is uh, Trace. He's the other guy I do the podcast with. 
Hey, what's up, man? So this hey, is Hodge. How you doing? This is Hodge. He lives in oh, Seattle. Uh, lovely, like a star in the sky. <laughs> he uh, awesome. He went to uh, high school with uh, Harms and I, and he lives out in uh, Seattle now. And oh, right on. So, uh, so yeah, um, I've got a little thing. I'm taking a, a quick smoke break, but um, so my wife is not a big fan of the New Year's. Okay, uh, she doesn't get the whole resolutions bit. Gotcha. The whole idea. Just did the firecrackers bother her at midnight? She run like the dogs and cats do. No, that's not her thing. It's more like, why does everyone make resolutions? Why can't we just do this, like, whenever we want? You know, you make a resolution for whenever. Why we all have to do it on December, blah, blah, blah. She's got some other shit. Um, She's dealing with um, uh, her grandma died around New Year's, so there's, there's that lingering in the background. But we came up with a new New Year's idea. All right. So, every New Year's, we come up with a new sex act to do, a new food-slash-restaurant to try, and a new travel, like, destination to go to. So, every year, we're going to present each other with these three ideas of these, like, new things to do, and we're going to check them out. Cool. Seems like a decent idea. Something did to you, do, right? Did you already do them? Do you have any examples? No. Well, okay. No. So we just started like talking about the the whole. Um, this was a new idea, just like twenty minutes ago. We just threw it together. Gotcha. All right. So, on Matt's recommendation, we're going to check out the. I'm unemployed and I'm not. Um, I don't have a whole lot of cash flow, so we're going to check out the Pella uh, Tulip Festival thing. We're going to check out Pella. We've never done that before. Yeah. We're going to do that. We're going to do some fancy-ass restaurant downtown that I've never been to. Um, In our downtown? Yeah, yeah. It's, we have uh, a fancy restaurant? It's the new hotel. It's the oh. 315 or whatever. Right. Okay. And um, this year will be the, the first time that we actually try anal. We've never done that before. Are you going to do that in the hotel at the restaurant? Possibly. We could potentially wrap these things into one evening. <laughs> that really should like be. like a lot. Now, but... now that's a resolution. Yeah, make, make sure she uh, eases a finger to India first before she really gets going into your butt. Well, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see where the night goes. But those are now open playgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> you make sure uh you know one of you hasn't eaten a lot of corn or peanuts or i mean whoever's the catcher that's uh yeah yeah, yeah well we'll, we'll decide that when we're naked in front of the bed <laughs> well that's uh that's good yeah yeah there's a uh, it, it's uh you must have caught the the part i was talking about with it my facebook feed has been full of people just like uh railing on anybody making resolutions and you know it's I don't know. I think people are just too fucking critical of everything. It's just everybody's just sitting waiting to call somebody a douchebag for something that they want to do. Right. Why well, don't post on Facebook very often? Because if if I started saying what I thought, yeah, I'd really have no friends. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I. The only thing that's that that keeps me from being halfway honest is the fact that I have to have a job, and I'm always terrified of you know my employer 
finding something, you know, where I'm online. It's and that happened once before. My employer found because I used to do a vlog back before, like when you guys used to do your your streaming practices. I was uh, yeah. about then, um, and my employer at the time. It was a funny story. It was when I worked at the law firm, and um, I think I told Trace's story. Um, there was a guy from the University of Iowa that was a professor that wrote this uh, this article. I don't know if it was in a paper here, if it was someplace else, but he wrote this article about what a piece of shit Iowa was and how we're all idiots and hicks, and um, it had to do with the presidential race and how how it's very unfortunate that retards like us can influence the presidential race because all the primaries <laughs> start here. So, and I did a vlog about what a fucking tool that guy was. And somehow or another, it got linked to the KCRG article, or they did a little bit on it, and it was linked on their website. And when you went out to their website, my vlog was the first thing you saw. And so all of a sudden, I got this attorney that I worked with that was like 60. I was like, yeah, I watched a bunch of your YouTube videos the other night. <laughs> it was like, oh, God. you know, and you think, about, it's, you think about it, and it's like with all the, you know, hundreds of millions of motherfuckers, why is this person across the hall the one that fucking stumbles on my shit? So, yep. yeah. So, I don't know. Well, so it's I, totally fucking true, though. Fucking people are goddamn stupid. Yeah. Yeah. These are, these are the people who are supposed to be running our fucking uh, country and doing surgeries and keeping us out of jail. Right. And and they're still only in their position because somebody else was even stupider than they are. <laughs> Fuck everybody. Yep. So, so... And anal, then is that a is that a is that uncharted territory? Um, not for either of us, but together, yes. Oh, all right, all right. Well, that, you gotta go. you gotta keep it fresh. Um, yeah, marriage is tough, and that's one of the toughest parts. I don't think I've ever heard an fresh. asshole. I don't think I've ever heard fucking an asshole and keeping it fresh together in the same sentence. Well. Happy New Year, man. Cause that <laughs> but, if, but if it's fresh, that's a keeper. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, marriage. Uh, how long have you guys been together? Uh, uh, five years. <laughs> Fuck, you guys are infants. Been married for five years or just together for five years? Together for seven, married for five. Mm. Hmm. And Schaefer's never getting married, right? Uh, no. <laughs> no. no haven't had that conversation uh, no it's not that uh, she has uh, even less interest in it than I do actually um, she was married before so when we started seeing each other I mean we both have rings um, she wears hers I don't wear mine um, not for any commitment reason I just don't like fucking wearing a ring Um but uh, but yeah, there's just there's no interest there, and it's like you know, there was a period of time like there was a period of time when my first daughter was born that I kind of felt like maybe that's what I should have you know okay I got a kid it's this is what you do you go get married and she's I was like eh, yeah yeah don't feel like that's got it I mean she would if I really pushed the issue she'd do it but it's you know I'm not gonna push that issue. You know, right now, if things if things go south, we just you know we close the joint checking account, and that's 
going our way. <laughs> so that's a win. Yeah, but you know that with fucking a whole litter of kids, you know, it's a it doesn't really matter anyway. We're stuck. So mm-hmm. yeah, is that is that near future? Now that you're getting married, they're gonna be little hodgies. Oh shit, no, no. She she's uh, she stayed. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. For cats, for babies. That's sure, it. sure. Yeah, that's uh, that's cool. That's cool. I uh, yeah, kids, kids were not. Uh, they were not in my plan. I never objected to having kids. It's just a you know, well, I mean, fuck, you've known me most of my life. I could barely take care of myself. <laughs> Start throwing kids in the mix. <laughs> Forget well, that. The bonus thing is, is all you really need to do for kids is just keep them fed and keep them breathing. You can do that for yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I mean, and that's uh, that's pretty much how I've parented. It's like, hey, fucking South Park's on. Um, I guess I'll make two sandwiches instead of one. Let's go watch <laughs> South Park. That's uh, it's worked pretty well. So you know, now I got one that's uh, going to be 14 here in a couple of weeks. It's uh, crazy. Fucking crazy. Hmm. Did, uh, let's see, you're just getting ready to uh, jump into the new year. Nothing. How come you guys are staying home? I figured you'd have something going on out there. Fuck, she's working. She gets off in about 15. Uh, I was supposed to have a gig tonight and uh, fill in bass gig. Fucking, I'm like, straight pay me and then uh get to hold me a couple days like three days later after i fucking learned like 35 songs <laughs> oh uh other bass players get to do the gig like fuck you dude <laughs> i'm fucking calling me to fucking do a gig if you're not gonna pay me and have me do the gig i used to play shows and uh it's it's become so fucking hard now to to play shows that i mean yeah. shit the Foo, uh, our first show uh, after since probably summertime is uh, my birthday. We're doing a birthday gig, and we're gonna. It's gonna be the first time we do our uh, full-on uh, Pantera tribute. The oh, far beyond driven. Well, half of my band is fucking. half of my band is playing with Blacktooth now. So really, yeah, yeah, they uh, all in that. Is that still Willie? Yeah, it's Willie. It's uh, my bass player, Mark, Rich, um, and uh, what's his, uh, Jason, mm-hmm. um, singing. So- All right, guys. I totally have to uh, I have to sign off now. But I just wanted to check in. Thanks for calling Happy in. Happy New Year's to the whole bit. Well, uh, let's... Uh, let's right uh, on, man. Nice meeting you. Likewise. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we'll check Good in later and see how this... Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah, let me and, uh, uh, let we'll, me know when we'll you're available. Thing goes. Let me know when you're available. We'll uh, we'll get another one with mics on. Yep, we'll do it. All right, it'll be good. All, All right, right later, man. So yeah, um, so yeah, they just did a show. Um, yeah, just uh, I don't remember if it was day after Christmas or something like that. But in uh, I've, I've watched some videos of theirs, and it's always just like eh, it's okay. <laughs> I I I would like to go see him now. I mean, um, after playing with Rich, um, 
as long as I've been playing with him and knowing what he's like. Um, the, the potential for that to be musically tight is there. I mean, uh, my bass player is great. Rich is great. You know, uh, uh, but uh, the vocals are always, you know, lacking. Jason's not, he's just, it's just not his deal. Yeah, you know, fucking me and Rich and Willie were putting together a thing. Probably, I was probably 19 or maybe 20. Mm-hmm. But we were putting some, we, we had a set list. We had it fucking rehearsed, but we never got together to jam. Right. We had like a, we had like 10 or 12 songs that we were going to throw together. You know, fucking not easy shit. We had like uh, fucking Wake Up Dead, and I remember Heresy was on that list. And mm-hmm. uh, there's some pretty fucking difficult thrash shit. Sure. And we never ended up getting together to jam. That would have been a fucking rad band. Right, right, right. can't remember who we were going to have sing. But, yeah, never really got to play with Willie as well as I knew him. And Rich never got to really play with him, except for, like, I think we jammed, like, one time with some other stupid thing. But Rich is a fucking machine. Um, fucking hey, man. He's always been kill- fucking killer player, great guy. Yeah, he's a, he's a fucking machine. Um, he's it's When we started jamming together, uh, he came out and jammed with uh, my old band, and the other singer didn't like him. So he called him. It was terrible because he called him and told him that uh, that I wasn't interested in him. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> Which band was that? So uh, when I played with Fighting Blind, okay. so he uh, so he called in and said that uh, he called Rich and he's like, "Yeah, uh, I, I talked to I talked to Matt. Matt's a drummer too." He said, "You're just too old school," and I didn't know shit about Rich Brecht other than he played with Vicious Circle and. You know, we used to make fun of Vicious Circle, the cover band, and then they turned into like a super technical fucking progressive band. So, and I knew that. Um, and I had heard some of that stuff and just wasn't particularly interested in their their version of progressive music, um, but didn't know, didn't think of him as a bad drummer. So mm-hmm. then, you know, the, the stuff that I started writing after I got to the point that I could program drums, um, it's weird. I could just dump it off to him and get it back and show up at practice and he'd just be able to, he'd just be able to pound it out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's uh he's been, he's been a great drummer. So going, I mean, as far as doing the Pantera stuff, I mean, all he's really had to say about it is, you know, it's a, it's really a workout. <laughs> what do you see? Let's see. Oh, Harm says he can't hear the phone calls. Which he should be able to hear the phone calls. Maybe he should fuck himself. He should probably call in and quit being a fucking <laughs> dick. <laughs> fucking uh. harmsical. But, yeah, so uh, we're uh, just playing Far Beyond Driven front to back and uh, kind of hacking it just the way we do everything. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's, we're, we're playing it straight. But we're not, uh, you know, we're not fucking note perfect. We know we suck, but we do it out of love. Right, right, right. And especially fucking, I'm sure we would do a lot better if we had an actual singer doing it instead of having to play guitar and sing or play drums and sing, which is about a 80-20 split between Jeff and I. Sure. 
with me doing the majority of the singing. What um, what is uh, what's going on? What's what's like hot out in the Seattle area now? What's uh, what's the big thing? I have no fucking clue, dude. I'm out of the scene. Yeah, I I don't go see bands unless I'm playing. Uh, I don't think there's anything going on. It's all there's a fucking ton of shitty cover bands out there more every day. Uh, yeah. You know, all the fucking, quote, metal bands are all just rehashed shit. There's nothing new. There's nothing interesting. I fucking hate every band, just about. I like the people, friends with fucking everybody, but, man, there's just nothing good or original. It's all it's all shit. Right. It's a, it's a very similar, similar situation here. I mean, you know, we had the whole revival with them rebuilding the Five Season Center. The yeah. U.S. Cellular Center, um, and so they started to bring some shows in, um, but uh, really nothing happened until, uh, of all bands, they brought in Five Finger Death Punch, and that sold out. And I, I think they said that it was the first band that had sold out in I don't know how many years, but the last band was Nickelback, so <laughs> it was the last sellout. And yeah, that's such a fucking small arena, and in a, I mean, not a huge town, but you know, big like enough. 10? Uh, no, I don't. I, no, I think it holds. I, I want to say it's like seven and a half or eight. I, I'm pretty sure it was ten when it was the five season center when I was growing up. When I was first starting to go see shows, there. was it? Yeah, it it might be. I thought I thought it was eight ish, but um, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's um, there's nothing going on. There's just nobody goes to see bands, and it's you know it's so hard to play. It's so hard to keep everybody motivated. You know, uh, and especially with the the way our band works, the the amount of work you have to put into it, with everything being you know backing tracks and clicks and automating lights and all that shit, it's like you put in all that fucking work, and then you go and you play, and there's four people there, but some fucking knucklehead is banging out the newest fucking newest fucking whatever cover up the street, and they've got you know a hundred people up there. So fuck that. Yeah, Cedar Rapids has always been like that. I think we were. When we were fucking doing the butcher shit 20 years ago, that was when it was kind of, there was some real shit going on. Fucking the Meerkats, uh, uh, fucking even, uh, just all those bands we, the, like Baggy Spandex and those guys, all those fucking bands we used to hang out with, all those, quote, alt bands, there was some fucking shit going on with right. original music. And then it even uh, start sort of bled over into some of the some of the cover bands started doing original shit. Like when I joined Doctor Max, we had a whole fucking thirteen song original album that was fucking might not have been great by today's standards, but it's fucking good rock and roll shit that we played nearly every song off of that in our fucking night of covers and. You know, it it was going well at mm-hmm. that time for original bands, but the, most of the shit, there's just no money in it, no pe- not enough people to go fucking dig on it, so people turn away from it. Right. Well, we started, we started, oh, here, I'm going to try something here because Harm says he can't hear you. Try this. Hello. Here. 
see if that works. Hold on. Tommy Stone is still out here. And, uh, oh, yeah, I moved out that way. Yeah, he, he uh, came out for our housewarming party. He just moved back here over the summer. He was out back there uh, for about a year or two, then came back out here. It's always funny. I'm finding a video of us when we were in the band together, Arsenal. Right, right. And, you know, we had, like, five original songs along with our fucking mass amount of thrash covers and shit and Black Sabbath and shit. That cat could sing, too. Yeah, he, he, he does it pretty good, but he never steps away from doing music. And right. when he can, he does original music. And he, he fucking moved back to Bellingham, and within a week, he's out jamming with a new band. Sure. Fucking guy never puts it down. Always... He, he fucking, it's what he does, it's what he loves. Yeah. And, uh, fuck. Funny-ass story. We're, uh, my Alice Cooper tribute band is playing up in Bellingham one night. And we have, we're, we're playing with this Who tribute band. And, uh, it's this, there's, like, fucking nobody there but Tommy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he hates the Who. <laughs> so he starts heckling this fucking band because, you know, it's one thing if you want to play, like, the hits of The Who. I'm fucking all about it. I can dig on those songs all day long. But when you start, like, doing, like, sides three and four of Quadrophenia, you're yeah. going to lose me. Sure, and sure. They're doing something like that. They're playing, like, Quadrophenia all the way through. And so there's, like, three songs you know, and the rest is fucking a bunch of fucking shit that never gets played on the radio. Right. So Tommy's fucking... <laughs> He's like, play some Ozzy! He's <laughs> just the funniest shit. They ended up kicking him out of the bar and shit. And we, fucking the Who guys started talking mad shit about us because he was our friend or my friend. And right. It was so awesome. It's like, hey man, he's just saying what everyone's thinking. Right, we right, right. We want you guys to play some Ozzy. Because <laughs> you fucking suck. Yeah, Nobody we're. St- gives a shit about fucking track three on side four, motherfucking Quadrophenia, whatever the fuck that song might be. We're starting to see a, a revival of the country bands uh, around this way now. There's a there's a handful of them, um, and they're starting to draw. A buddy of mine that plays in one uh, now, um, their their drummer just moved, and he asked me if I had any interest in going to play. Um, and you know. The thing about that is it, it's it's fun to do having, you know, done that before um, wow. because a lot of fucking people come out to watch. Um, at the same time, I'm 40 years old and I have no fucking desire to play four hours of fucking country music. You know, <laughs> that's the thing. I can't. The the rock thing is is great because I can I can uh, uh, fucking hop in. And, you know, you can you can blow your load in 45 minutes to an hour. And, you know, that's about enough. So, uh, but, yeah, going and doing full nights, meh, I can't. And, you know, we get we get asked about that all the time. The, the show offers that we do get, like, through Facebook or email or whatever, it's all these little bars around here that have been trolling around either Reverb Nation or, or Facebook or whatever and found us and would be like, you know, hey, will you come out and play whatever night? And 
you know, we have to clarify to everybody, you know, hey, we're not a cover band. You know, it's mm-hmm. we we're not going to go out there. And, and it's I, I don't know what it's like there, but now here nobody has an in-house PA. It's everybody's bring your own. It's uh, uh, it sucks. So any place you go to play, you got to either bring your rig or be prepared. So, you know, we always kind of try to purposely, you know, find like a three band bill and see if they'll throw us in the middle slot. And, you know, but I mean, that's even getting harder to do now. Like, uh, Waterloo and Des Moines, dude, they'll do fucking five bands in a night. It's like, fuck that. The, I mean, half the night's just fucking setting up and tearing down and it sucks because it's always like you always go and it's like, uh, you'll go to these little bars and it's with a PA that like I could afford like with a set of JBL mid highs right. and you know the 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 18s on either side and like a fucking 12 channel Behringer and then oh my fucking god we uh uh, uh did, we're supposed to do this outdoor gig over the summer mm-hmm. uh with uh my band Charlie Drown we fucking show up they have two Behringer 18 subs and two fucking Behringer thump copies for mains and this is outside right and (laughs) so we we, we're like okay we'll give him the benefit of the doubt we'll see if the sound guy can pull a miracle out of his ass and we'll wait for the first band to play and see how it sounds Uh, it was so fucking bad we packed up the shit and left (laughs) the first note of our fucking backing tracks would have made those fucking sparklers shoot out of the goddamn back of both of those speakers would have looked like goddamn uh, apocalypse now and shit right right when our tracks started going (laughs) like fuck you we're going home all right are you guys before but it was it felt good are you guys all in a click or you just you just got your back and going yeah it's uh do you like do you like playing that way no no uh, I mean, it's okay. It's my only gig that we do that. Uh-huh. Uh, and it, it's okay to... When I first joined the band, the first time I was in the band uh, back in early 2000, we played the exact same set for like a year. Right. I fucking hated it. Now we switch the set up every time we fucking do a gig. Right. Which which is better. We We might practice once or twice before a gig. Sure. And we only gig like every six months or a year at this point. Fucking Charlie doesn't want to do shit. But, I mean, it, it's okay. I like doing it uh, for that band. But I like to just be able to let the songs breathe. And I don't want to know what the fuck's going to happen next. Sure. That, that's always been my thing. It's like, what's going to fucking happen? Let's keep this interesting. Like, a fucking glance over at Jeff could change the entire fucking path of the show. Right, right, right. We we don't do set lists. We stopped doing set lists a few years ago, and it's all just fucking. Hey, what's next? Right. Yeah, I um for me, you know, it was it was hard getting on. I mean, just the logistics of putting everybody on a click was rough. Um, mm-hmm. And what was even worse was finding something that everybody could tolerate having in their ears. Which of all things we use a fucking cowbell? I've tried a million different things and fucking See, rich. We, we just have a fucking drummer has the click. Everyone else just plays to the drummer. Oh sure, sure. Yeah, we've all we've all got the click in our ears. Um, 
and uh you know which there's a lot of shit that we couldn't i mean things like i start or you know somebody else starts the drummer doesn't so and we've got a lot of you know stuff that'll have breaks that the drummer may not be involved in so we ended up just all having it in but having to have a fucking cowbell thumping in your ear which is funny because we started adding um we we decided that uh once we got our set together and we started playing it out uh, then we decided we wanted people to come to our shows so we said all right well let's let's start picking covers that we would do that we can remake that would sound that we can remake to sound like us and so i've uh we, we've been working on a bunch now one of them that i i just redid was uh photograph so uh-huh. now you got that fucking cowbell in there that's going up against the cowbell in our click and it's <laughs> but yeah the cowbell i never would have imagined i've tried fucking beeps fucking claves whatever and rich is always like now nah, i just i want that fucking cowbell banging in my head maybe it's a fucking hogan reference or something but yeah it's uh no it's it's cool the i mean the the tough thing for me is just the amount of time you have to put into playing in a band like that you know, yeah. uh, getting a, you know, I, I have a, a difficult time getting, you know, the, all the backing tracks balanced, you know, from one thing to the next, you mix a new tune and you fucking listen and the backing tracks are hotter than the other ones or not as loud or, right. you know. Well, but, how much, uh, backing track do you guys need? Well, I mix everything. So, um, we had talked about going to a DAW. And I just I don't trust it. Not on a not anything Windows based. Um, yeah. If I was willing to buy a Mac laptop for just the band, then sure. Um, but I started out. We did everything on an iPad, um, and we used a uh, a program called SoundQ, which was fucking beautiful. I loved it. Um, just a big grid with idiot buttons, and you could just fucking hit it. So what I what we started doing is. Um, we have a few different tunings and we would just group the songs. So we would bang out like three at a time and it would just, you know, knock those three out. Um, and then it would go to, um, we would have like some sort of ambient sound between, between sets. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we could just kick off the next set of tunes. Now we're moving to, uh, uh, DMX IS and show buddy, um, which is pretty cool. Different arrangement. um, Different arrangement, but but better. But we we're doing that because we're starting to control lights. So um, the the cool thing about that is that now I can I can MIDI control uh, like my axe effects and all that shit. I got rid of my pedal board and all that. So um, which is a a beautiful fucking thing. So because after all these years of playing guitar, I still can't fucking negotiate changing channels. It's fucking <laughs> <laughs> still horrible. <laughs> Cabo Wabo Tequila. That was the uh, flavor of the evening. Nice. Little, little Sammy Hagar. Just uh, watched him on the Tom Green show a few weeks back. I saw that. It was Dick Cavett, right? Yeah, yeah. We talked about it on a yeah. podcast. I was like, I could listen to fucking Cavett forever. Yeah, dude. He's fucking amazing. The guy's got a million fucking stories. So I uh, I I tuned in because I was flipping through the channels and saw Sammy Hager was going to be on there and I was like oh fuck I'll watch Sammy, no idea Dick Cavett was going to be on there. I'm just happy that Tom Green has a show again. So that started out yeah. on that started I watch out it every fucking week. 
They, and, it, and it was great. I just finished uh, Sammy's book when that came on. Oh yeah, that was that was a nice little follow up treat. I haven't read his book. Is it a? Is it a? Uh, is it a Van Halen kind of flaming? A fucking well, I think he is in general, isn't he? Yeah, I mean yeah. he's. Uh, yeah, you don't know if uh, uh, you don't know. I, I think everybody's come to the conclusion that the that the Van Halen brothers are douchebags. They're but, completely fucking nut jobs. But yeah, but I don't think uh, I don't think adding Sammy to that element is <laughs> is any better. That being said, I still take a lot of shit, man. That's still my favorite fucking Van Halen era. I still love that's, but that's the era I grew up in. You know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, from a guitar player standpoint, the fucking the actual music in those years were better than anything they did with Dave, in my opinion. Straight up. Did you get into Chicken Foot? Uh, I like it, but I don't love it. Yeah. It's, the songs aren't there for me. No, no. Well, that's uh, that's cool. I'm uh. I'm glad you had time to call in. Yeah, I gotta get some lobster tails going on the broiler here. Girl's gonna be home in about ten minutes. Nice. We uh, surprise her with uh. We hit the uh the old uh, Nelson's meat market uh today. Got some big old ribeyes. Good to good to go. So uh, March thirteenth, huh? Is there uh what's what's the uh, venue? Uh, our living room. Really? Yeah. Nice. I didn't want to do a thing. Yeah. And uh, she wanted, of course, the wedding whole thing. And so we're meeting in the middle. It's gonna be, you know, it'll be kind of small, but uh, you know. People want to come. That's awesome. People don't come. I'm not going to get worked up about it. We're going to have uh, uh, the plan is to have Mike Keneally come up and officiate for us. You know, Mike, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, Hoagland said he might come. Um, Brian Beller said he might come. Uh, invitations out. So, you know. If you're interested, we can send you an, in, uh, an invite. I don't expect people from fucking Iowa. I don't even expect my parents to come out for it. We weren't planning on anything big, but it's kind of turning bigger than what I had planned. Well, I mentioned something to Becky about it when uh, when you guys first brought it up, and she's like, so we're buying tickets, right? So, fuck, I'd love to go out. love to go out and... and uh, and, and see you off. Walk you down well, the aisle. You know, shoot me your, uh, just PM me your address. We're, we sent out a bunch yesterday of We're, the invites. We get that out in the mail. And Are you going to wear a dress? I might wear a dress. Yeah. That, that'd be great. That'd be great. Or, or at least uh, bust out the, uh, the fucking uh, superhero jammies. You still got those? Yeah. Absolutely. Do you really? You, I, got all, I, I got fucking costumes from fucking. I got too much shit, man. You should glass case that thing. That should <laughs> that, <laughs> that should be a immortalized yeah, uh, one or the other. 
highly doubt I could even fit a fucking leg into that thing anymore. <laughs> My fat ass. Jesus. Yeah, I, I have the same problem with pants from fucking June. So it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, uh, you're looking uh, uh, pretty thin on those videos that I've been watching. Yeah, that's uh, I te- my my weight gain was very abrupt. It uh, um, like literally, it sounds stupid, but a, a good slug of it happened without like me even knowing. Um, and that's when I when I threw on the first big slug of weight. It was uh, right after Mary's Little Secret was done, and I had first started dating Becky. And um, you know, during that time, all the oversized like urban clothing is what everybody was wearing. <laughs> and that's what I was wearing. So and you don't notice right away. I didn't notice. All of a sudden, my fucking homie clothes just became my clothes. <laughs> and it was, it's totally what happened. Like, I'm buying these big ass fucking pants and all this shit. Now, that's just the way I dressed. And then it was like, one day it was like, oh, these pants are snug. And I didn't even think about it. I was like, fuck. I went from like a 32 to like a 42. And seriously, it was under a year. It was, it was, yeah, it was, uh, it was fast. Um, and now, I mean, I've done so much fucking damage to my metabolism that it's, it's crazy when I try to tear off weight, I'm in a, I'm in a spot now where I'm trying to tear off weight again and it's, I like have to actually write everything down and, you know, I use a, I use a fucking app on my phone to track everything and I just got to keep peeling back and peeling back and peeling back. And then I finally found if I get to about 1,200 calories a day and low carb at that, then the weight will start ticking off. But it's mm-hmm. like it's like a fucking 300 pounds, I should be able to eat a sandwich. And I'm talking about, you know, like a fucking three-foot-long sandwich. But I, it just doesn't make sense to me that I can't fucking take off weight. But Yeah, it can be. Well, the fucking older you get, man, the rougher it is, too. I'm fortunately only about 25 pounds over what I should be, or 30 pounds if you want to get truthful about it. Right. <laughs> 30 pounds if I want to look good. Sure. <laughs> but, you know, all I need to do is fucking start exercising and shit and stop eating fast food and junk. Right. But, man, it's just fucking finding the time to fucking exercise, and it's... it's Which, for you, it's, you were always kind of an exercise kind of guy. I mean, always. I know. Not fucking since I bought this goddamn house. Uh, I, I, I tell you, since we bought this place, I, I miss renting. I totally fucking <laughs> miss renting. I mean, I couldn't do anything to the rental, and it was shitty. <laughs> but if the shitter broke, I just called a guy. You know? Right. <laughs> I didn't have to fucking. It's like it may not be the best bathroom, but it's it's under warranty. We'll say. Right. So yeah, it's a yeah. You guys did a lot of remodel. You did that kitchen, yeah. I mean, you've done a ton. Everything in the upstairs <sighs> redone by my goddamn hand. Except the only thing I didn't do is put in the carpet. Right. And that cost me like thirty five dollars. Hmm. Well, be <laughs> without the cost of the carpet, of course. Right. 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 What's well, cool? You got Hoagland uh, possibly coming out. I told you the story about us going to see him in Iowa City, didn't I? Bringing my kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. My, well, they still we'll, we'll see if that. he does. I mean, he's been a friend of ours for a bunch of years. If he's in between 
you know, days that he's working. I just saw something about him, and I was actually going to copy it onto my blog. That he, he was playing with somebody new. He's always playing um, with somebody new. Well, he's got uh, the Dark Angel thing going on. Uh, he's doing the New Testament album. Um, uh, shit. I, I just saw him a few months ago, like last month. He came through town with the Death to All tour. Mm-hmm. Does he live out there? He, he he lives in San Diego with his girl. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, he's a he's a bad motherfucker. That guy. Uh, it's uh, I mean, he's just a fucking machine. Have you have you ever got a chance to jam with that guy? <laughs> no. No. Which is strange that we haven't gotten to sit down and jam and hang out. But yeah, someday maybe. Yeah. Maybe it, if he shows up at my wedding, most fucking certainly. <laughs> Got to get my fucking drum kit mic'd up. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> fucking record that shit. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, he uh, that clinic he did was uh, was pretty badass. It was uh, that's that that put a little bit of metal in my kids. They uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, my daughter especially is like I don't really like all that metal stuff, and I'm a you know I I love Slipknot. I'm a big Slipknot fan still, and. She's like, oh, it's so angry, and I don't. And then we went to see Hoagland, and she's like, okay, I get it. That's really cool. <laughs> so yeah, cool. All right, oh, man. We you know what? I fucking forgot to put garlic in my goddamn soup. Oh yeah, don't do that. Damn it! No, I'm sad. Maybe I can just throw some in here now. God damn it! I made some split pea and ham soup. Nice. And I forgot the garlic. Nice. Like like a fucking huge asshole. My mom. If my mom was here, she'd slap the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, right on, brother. Cook up for your chick. And uh, yeah, we'll give look. me that address, and uh, you know, we'll get something out in the mail. Yeah, we were yeah we were talking about it. We'd like to get out there and see you. That'd be that'd be fucking cool. Awesome. All right, brother. Well, thanks for calling in. We'll uh. We'll talk to you later. Right on. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, too. Later. Later. The, the Hodge oh, Man. Yeah. The Hodge Man. We had some audio problems in the middle of that. Thanks to my other podcasting buddy for letting me know that there was an audio problem. And for not fucking calling in like a like a dick. Not calling in, but we got it all fixed. But it's too bad because we had the third mic from the podcast call in that was talking about... Uh, his New Year's resolution uh, that's not really a New Year's resolution that he made with his wife. And uh, there was some anal involved, possibly public place anal. So, yeah. Um, Cabo Wabo Tequila. Still loving it. Um, I caught a lot of hell today from my other podcast buddy for uh, for drinking uh, blendy drinks. Blendy drinks. Yeah, see, he'll text, but he won't fucking call. Why don't you call in? Call in so we can talk uh, talk shop. So uh, if you're watching, did you watch any of the uh, the New Year's uh, Rock and Eve? Was it was it a Seacrest night again? I didn't watch. I went out to watch the ball drop with my kids, uh, and uh, well, of course we're Central Time, so I fucking missed it anyway. But uh, went to uh, went to watch it. Uh, and they were watching Pitbull in Miami. Um, 
I think I'm officially at the age that I don't get it. Um, that's what I've. Uh, that's what's happened with me in music now. I don't. I don't understand it. Um, Pitbull just kind of fucking barked at people and had a bunch of sequencing going on. Uh, had a really good drummer behind him. I don't know who his drummer was, but he was a bad motherfucker. And then had a bunch of hot chicks, and he just kind of ran around and barked. And he looks a lot like Mike Myers, which uh, I I guess I never really noticed because I don't pay attention to Pitbull. But uh, yeah, he uh, he kind of looks like a uh, Doctor Evil. Doctor Evil. So, oh, he's telling me my, my mic is too hot. There we go. There. Thanks for texting me, podcast buddy. Um, how about now? Is it is it better now? So yeah, he uh, he looks like Doctor Evil. Uh, the pit bull. He did have a bunch of hot chicks with him though, which is uh, which is awesome. So if uh, if you're watching, and uh, would like to call in. Give us a call, 515-344-4978. This is the DumbGuzzler.com live event. I've never done one, and I'm actually I'm having a blast doing it. Um, got a couple of people watching. I think one of them's texting me, calling me an asshole. Um, but, uh, hold on. Um, yeah, give us a call. We'll talk. I want to know what you've been up to. Uh, what were we talking about earlier? We were talking about Singapore. Um, they were uh, stomping people, stampeding in the Singapores um, for uh, New Year's. Turns out that uh, they were they were stampeding people. They think because during the celebration for New Year's, somebody was throwing fake hundred dollar U.S. bills. Which uh, I was joking about in China, they should have, of all people, should know that uh, um, the U.S. has no money because China has it all. Um, what else has been going on? Uh, another plane disappeared, um, but they, uh, but they found uh, they found bodies at least on this one. He says it sounds shitty. I wish he could elaborate. He should probably call me. Let's, let's fucking call him. Cocksucker. Won't fucking answer the phone. Oh. Let's do this. Son of a bitch. See if he'll call. See if he'll answer. I don't think he's gonna answer. Come on now. All right. So he says the audio sounds like crap. I got a few people on now. Um. Send me a message. If it sounds horrible, tell me why it sounds horrible. He just says it sounds horrible. I don't trust him. Uh, what else we got going on? So Shanghai stampeding. Um, I don't really care. It's New Year's. If you have any resolutions, um, we discussed that. 
not having resolutions. I think uh, I think we've had a good enough uh, good enough run for the evening. I'm running out of stuff to talk about. I need a, it's late. I'm not drunk anymore. Can't talk about the. I can still talk about the Cabo Wabo. It's good stuff. Get the brown, not the clear. The browns and H barrels. We are not sponsored by Cabo Wabo. I'd like to go there though. I hear the bar is great. But yeah, we're gonna try this one more time. Let's see if we can get his ass on. No, that's not what I want to do. <laughs> Don't call my cell phone. Call the Skype line. Call the Skype line, which is 515-344-4978. Call the Skype line. I'm trying to figure out how to put that number in here. There we go. Hello? No answer. Really? <laughs> I like how it makes a little sound like you. <laughs> All right, you twit. So yeah, so I watched Pitbull. I don't get it. I don't understand the new music. I actually watched uh, a video the other day because there was uh, uh, who's that Jesse J chick that kind of looks like a dude. Uh, Jesse J does that. Uh, what's that uh, fucking song she does? Uh, I don't know. Uh, bang bang. I watched that video that she does with the Ariana Grande. Um, Ariana Grande, who acts like a robot and has to be the sexiest robot ever. I don't, uh, also don't understand. Don't understand. There's like, there's no performance there. I don't get it. I mean, music has been stupid for a long time. And now we've marketed music. We've built it up to where it just has to be. And it's always kind of been that way, where it just has to be sexy people. And I get it because, I mean, I kind of get it. But then, like, Meatloaf had a career. You know, it gives me hope. (gasps) I got a call. Hello? I'm here. You're here. Good day. Have you ever wondered how Santa is able to tell who's been naughty or nice? I got pranked. Well, let me tell you a little secret. (laughs) It's me. I'm Santa's absolute favorite magic elf, and he asked me to watch over you this year. Every night when you go to sleep, I'll use my special powers to fly back to the North Pole 
and tell Santa how good you've been. Two rules, though. I can only talk over the phone, and you're not allowed to touch me. If you do, I'll lose my magical powers. Oh, no! Try to be good so I can come back tomorrow, and you can stay on Santa's nice list. I'll be in a new spot every day, so see if you can find me tomorrow. Merry Christmas! It's like a week past, dude. There we go. That was my other Skype call. That was uh, that was awesome. That was from uh, I don't know what that number is. So I think I just was that the elf on the shelf that just called. The fucking that was a good one. I was kind of hoping for a human to call, but I'll take the elf on the shelf. So yeah, Ariana Grande, uh, and her uh, hotness. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I don't I don't get music. I really don't get rock music. Rock music has has gotten so lame. We've gotten these blocks of uh, of types of music now, where you've got uh, you've got uh, your your super compressed, um, the, and even the production is super compressed. So, like you don't even really hear instrumentation anymore. It's just root notes moving up and down, uh, and then these shitty hooks. Um, and there's a million of those bands. I mean, now you turn on, I I don't know what it's like in other parts of the country, but here, when you turn on any of the rock radio, whatever's left of rock radio, all you get is, uh, old shit now. I mean, uh, old shit and Slipknot and Stone Sour, which I don't think is a regional thing just because they're from here. I think it's because they are the only thing that's going on in, uh, in hard rock. Uh, fortunately I love both those bands. So that works, you know, that works out, but I would like to hear some other shit from time to time. So, uh, yeah, I mean, my, my iPod's full of crap that nobody else listens to other than other nerds. So, but yeah, so you've got that block. And then when you get into like the progressive metal, progressive metal and guitar players and drummers have gotten to the point now that it's so ridiculously technical. Uh, It's uh, who cares? Who cares? And part of that is, is you know, people doing the same damn thing I am, I'm doing with uh, programming drums and, you know, doing everything to a click and making everything super automated. And, you know, while everybody's still playing their parts, it's just it's gotten so technical. It's just not even fun anymore. So, so yeah. So it still makes me giggle to uh, turn on the, uh, the New Year's Eve celebration and see Pitbull, who uh, really has no musical f- fucking nothing to offer. Uh, but he was up there with like six hot chicks and I watched, you know, what the fuck? I totally watched. Uh, 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 so yeah, so this has been a good time. I like doing these live events. I'm going to have to do them, uh, uh, with the rest of the uh, podcast guys. Um, and other news, Kendall Jenner, uh, in a bikini. In case you're wondering. So yeah, so this has been the first live event um, from uh, Dumb Guzzler. Um, Ooh, hold on. Hold on. Just coming in, North Korea's Kim Jong-il, or Un, I'm sorry, Il's the dead one, Un, proposed the highest level talks with South Korea. Holy shit. Maybe he watched the interview. 
which uh, which I watched. I did watch it. It was uh, well, I watched it. It wasn't. I mean, no, it was. It was. There were some funny moments. I had a good time with it. Watched it with the kids. They thought it was funny. But uh, if you were watching, thanks for hanging out. And uh, hopefully I can do this with more people. I love when people call in. I was hoping if I fucking stayed on the phone long enough that Elf on the Shelf would call back. But uh, not so much. All right. You take care. You guys have a happy new year. I hope uh, hope you're not uh, driving home drunk. Um, make it home in one piece. And uh, we'll uh, talk to you later. Go out and hit the podcast. Go find the podcast on iTunes. Uh, dumb guzzler it's pretty easy to spell go to dumbguzzler.com if uh, you don't want to uh, get it through iTunes uh, or your various uh, Android podcasting apps you can get it there um, on YouTube we're going to start uh, hopefully doing more uh, video events so whether it be uh, a vlog or doing this stuff and uh, yeah all in all thanks for hanging out later <laughs>